1: So First Suzanne part. does uh, this podcast, I don't know how many times a week she'll tell us that, but she's had a uh, pretty good run of big-name guests, a couple of scumbags, mind you, Bill de Blasio, that lowlife, who I wouldn't even uh, acknowledge him at Joe Esposito's funeral at St. Patrick's the other day, wouldn't even acknowledge him, uh, Andrew Cuomo, another lowlife, but uh, she had me, too, and uh, <laughs> she's on a pretty good run. Why are you laughing? What? What did I say? <laughs> what? Low lives. so... Funny. Well, you
0: it's are truly. so. You don't even try and be funny. You don't know you're funny. You're just naturally <laughs> funny. I think uh, unless funny like how? Unless, <laughs> I think unless you're smart, you can't be funny, which makes you know, you're, you're
1: pretty intelligent. Otherwise, well, you wouldn't laugh at your jokes. Thank you. Thank you. I, I just, you know, I just tell it the way it is. And, and I'm not saying anything that most New Yorkers don't agree with. Now, look. You, you said most New Yorkers are morons last week. They are morons. I mean, how else could you explain voting in Bill de Blasio or Alvin Bragg or any one of these people? They're morons. They really are. Uh, and the smart ones don't vote, don't get involved. They bitch and complain, but they don't do anything about it. Yeah, just, it yeah. You get the stupid people, the old Jews. I could say that because I'm Jewish. They're stupid. And, um, some other people. And I end up with all these, uh, you know, asshole heads in in the, uh, in office. But I, um, but I will say this. I think it's good you bring them on because we do need to hear from them. People get irate with me when I bring on Eric Adams, the mayor. He was on 30 minutes a couple of days ago. And why, Sid? Why, Sid? First of all, when I allow the pro- the audience to program my-, my show, then I'll retire at that point, trust me. Some of them are morons. I bring him on because he's the mayor. Like him, hate him. He's the mayor of your city. He makes decisions, whether you like it or not, that you have to deal with every day. So when you bring these people on, Suzanne, I think you're doing the right thing.
0: I had Mayor Adams on the day after his investigation he was here, and we had to lock Curtis up. That was the day Curtis oh, wanted right, to talk, right. and yes. Curtis, Curtis wasn't allowed to come in the room. So what is your official title here? Uh, I think I'm going to take this chair.
1: there'd be a line of about a thousand people don't get me wrong you're right there by the very top because i think you do a terrific job but you're really a real estate person by trade you have you have a position with red apple real estate so what we do is we
0: represent red apple on their real estate in brooklyn mostly right now in coney island we also did the barclays um but in Coney Island, and we're almost done. We're, we're at 9%, and
1: the, the apartments really have rented fantastic. People want to live on the beach, Sid. Oh, I know. I live on the beach, too. I, my house is exactly two blocks from the beach in, in Queens and Bell Harbor, and I love the beach. You know, I complained this morning about the frigid temperatures, the cold, these morons, again, who love the four seasons. There is nothing good, nothing enjoyable about this weather the last couple of days. And if you think it's rough here on the beach... It really is. it's it, even rougher.
0: It has been a, a secret, and pe- it, I think people know about it now. But to be able to be, and I'm not just selling. I always sell, but I'm not really selling. The truth is, if you could live on the beach and you could be less than an hour from Manhattan, it, it's fantastic. And that's what
1: Coney Island does really afford. You don't got to sell me. Yeah. I stayed in apartment 22A about five times. And uh, the terrace overlooking the ocean, the amenities are beautiful. It's a brand new building. Yeah. It's uh, right down the block from Nathan's, right down the block from the Brooklyn Cyclones. Play their baseball games. Uh, Godjulos is is right down the block, so I do love the place. Back here with our friend Suzanne Miller, who's got a very popular podcast here, very very popular. We're talking about uh, Coney Island uh, Ocean Drive, which is a magazine, you know, down in Miami. I've been in it before. Now those are the names. That is the name of the two buildings that we own. You guys own in uh, Coney Island. I've stayed there. It's gorgeous. It is on the beach, and you said that basically they're rentals. You can't buy those, right?
0: They're rentals, but as I said earlier, it really is like a big secret because most of the apartments have floor-to-ceiling windows facing the ocean. In New York, where
1: do you get that? I mean, it's nowhere. It's, it's fantastic. It is nowhere fantastic. There. What were you saying about the Barclays Center? What's over there now? I didn't know anything about this.
0: Oh no, this was during the pandemic. Empire State Properties also helped Red Apple oh. rent the apartments by the Barclays Center. He's got beautiful apartments. One is called the Margot, and they've really nice apartments. Well, also, where did you Barclays. get that name
1: from? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, i was trying to figure that out. So you're not involved in this beautiful new building in Saint Petersburg. Not yet. Not but, yet. But we always threaten Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to get involved? So tell me this. You know, I've got a dear friend, Corey Zelnick, who's on this show, and I speak to. Uh, he's a dear, dear friend all the time. He, um, but he's in commercial real estate. He doesn't do the uh, the stuff you're doing. And he always tells me that it's better than it looks because I walk up and down Broadway, especially the West Side, and every other store says for rent. So, so I'm under the impression real estate in New York is not doing well. And he tells me. You're wrong. So you tell me what is going on with real estate. Okay, so if
0: you want to talk about the commercial market, if you just listen to 60 Minutes on Sunday, they talked about it was 50% vacancy. So the high-end buildings on the commercial, the new buildings, which all the Hudson Yards and the bells and whistles, they're doing well. But the majority of buildings are older, and they're not. And those buildings are not doing well. And I read yesterday that Eric Adams is trying to convert 21,000 apartments that are offices into these apartments. Yeah. So that should solve that, but it'll take a while.
1: Oh, but in terms of uh, personal leasing, we're okay there? We're doing okay? The one in Coney Island, yes. No, not just Coney Island.
0: Oh. I mean basically oh, rentals, in rentals. and around the city. Okay, in and around the city right now. What nobody's really talking about cities that all these concessions the landlords are giving. So the rents are down. People are leaving. You're right. What you said is right. I mean, people don't feel safe in New York, so they are leaving. I'm not going to. You know, sugarcoat this. People are leaving. They're nervous. They ha- we have to get crime under control. And landlords are giving a lot of concessions. They may not be renting for less on the on the face value, but they give me three months. So they get, they're luring people to come there with concessions on the rental side. And even with that, the market's down about 5%. Down
1: don't. about 5%. Now, do you have any apartments in New York City? Or, oh or, yeah, we have 500 apartments. 500.
0: We, we have 500 apartments. Oh, that we manage. Everywhere from
1: Five Die to the Upper East Side, everywhere, everywhere. Everywhere. Nice. So tell me, the podcast that you do. Yeah. Um. It looks to me because when you get up to the to the fifth floor here in the building, there's these televisions, and anytime you're you're doing a podcast out there, they promote you very. That's nice. the second floor. Second. The time, happy. Excuse me. This,
0: right. Sid, this is the happy. For. You're right.
1: Trust me. I've been to the fifth floor too many times. <laughs> no, I like it up there too. I love all those people. But, um, tell me about uh, how many times a week you do this podcast.
0: We do it once a week and we it comes out. Wednesday we film and Monday it comes out. And I'm proud to say we're almost at 800,000 listeners. So this is, I've only been doing this like eight months, but I think that people, f- as you said, I really learned a lot from you, That I you. try and be relatable. It's my it's my horrible Brooklyn accent that yeah. comes out because I'm a New Yorker. People love it, And that. it comes out. Yeah, and I, love and it. that's what it is. And I try and t- – even when I say something that people don't like, at least I try and get them to create
1: some chemistry yeah. here and say the truth. You know, I remember when I first started doing this, and it's very public. I've had issues with drugs and alcohol. I'm gonna cover recovery my whole life, you know. And my partner at the time, a guy named Scott Kaplan – said to me, I was about a week into the job, I was horrible, brand new, but he said, about a week in, he said, (laughs) you like this, don't you? And I said, yeah, I I do. He said, let me tell you this, my friend. This will be the hardest drug to put down. If you think staying off of cocaine or alcohol was difficult, get ready when they take the microphone away. Now, I've been fired 100 times, suspended 90 times throughout my 25-year career, and he's right. So I'm looking at you, eight months in, and you're very good at this. Very good. You're smart. You are relatable. You know a lot about a lot of different topics. And I'm saying you're a junkie. You are already a junkie. I have to tell you, Sid, (laughs) my
0: kids laugh because I've been doing real estate now for 38 years, and I'm quite good at it, and we've done fantastic. But when I come to WABC and I talk to these people and I sit down and I hear it, it is addicting. It is. I I, I understand what you mean. It's so much fun to hear to just get people to talk to you and listen, and then you, other people are listening. They right. want to hear me.
1: It's surreal, right? It's surreal. Yeah, I still it's can't really. believe when I come to work in the morning that people wake up and they have to hear my voice. But
0: you have that great voice. You well, do I have that great that. voice. I don't know. And Thank fantastic
1: guests. Thank you. And, uh, how easy is it to work with uh, John Katzmatidis?
0: Talk about relatable. I mean, he's, he's one of the smartest people I've ever met. I do consider him family. I feel so lucky and honored that he has taken me on and, and believed in me to do this. And he, but the, you, you can't push him around. Like he sees, I've seen him, like somebody comes late to a meeting, is like, next, bye. <laughs> yeah.
1: I've seen that side of John too.
0: He's like, the meeting goes on. I don't give yeah. a shit who it
1: is. Well, listen, you don't, uh, make billions and billions of dollars and, and have the success he's had in so many different industries, right? Uh, whether it's energy, you know, the oil, whether we're talking about radio or supermarkets. That man basically has had success in everything he's touched. And you gotta be a tough son of a bitch to do and that. And I
0: wanna see his Rolodex, because I, the people that are on, I, I'm addicted to the Five O'Clock Show. That's why I'm it's getting my It's a great show. show. It's a yeah. great show. And yeah. he's the guest that he gets. Yeah. Who's not gonna wanna come on? Cats
1: and... Oh no, and they, all, they all wanna come on. I mean, again, some of those guests that he puts on, I would never put on. <laughs> <laughs> like, who? PriorityGoldGuide.com.